Good morning, Rebel Girl Squad, and happy November. Thanks for joining me on this introductory episode of Get Back to Your Truth from Ashes to Phoenix. I am your host, Angela Montañez. For those just joining the podcast, I am an intuitive health coach, life hauler, energy worker, healer, spiritual communicator, and medium. I help you to set fire to the decaying aspects of your life so you can go from ashes to phoenix. I'm also a style blogger at basicbitchstyle.com where I highlight minimalist fit fashion and I am the founder at Door 24 Agency where I help my Rebel Girl squad to live fiercely, peacefully, and healthy. So just a little bit more about me. I have been on a 25 plus year journey of my own, burning down the singed and faulty built aspects of my own life, losing 120 plus pounds on a plant-based diet, and being featured in People Magazine's annual half their size issue in 2016 and a book in 2017. I was also featured on Good Morning America, E! News, Inside Edition, Forks Over Knives, Success Stories, and more. I would not have been able to create or attract this flow of opportunity without adhering to the voice of my angels, my spirit guides, ancestors, and God. And I want to give you the tools to clear the ashes in your own life so that you too can hear clear enough to rebuild, redirect, and reclaim the life you truly want because it is meant for you. So in today's episode, we are talking about creating space and peace where chaos exists. And we know in this time, it is so important to talk about peace because it feels like everything just went awry, right? So while meditating a couple nights ago, I heard Peace is the distilling of erratic vibrations we call noise long enough and deep enough, creating ways of silent space. So I'll read that again. While I was in a meditation, I heard, and it did not come from myself, <laughs> I heard a voice say, Peace is the distilling of erratic vibrations we call noise long enough and deep enough, creating waves of silent space. The distilling of erratic vibrations with waves of silent space. How beautiful is that? And that silent space is naturally unfiltered love, just pure love. So we are essentially in a time of frustration, as I said, uproar, loss, sadness, great fear. We just came out of a really, uh, I would say, stressful political time. Um, and for the most part, we're still finding our footing and we are still um, working it out between each other. There's a lot of distress. There's a lot of frustration. There is, is it's a lot. It's a lot of stress. So but one of the things you have to realize is that we are also in a time of movement. We're in a time of elevation. We're in a time of purifying and erratic drawl. Um, kind of like when you when you've seen on on in movies and in cartoons when someone gets bit by a snake and then you got to suck out the poison. So it's kind of like that where things are being drawn out and you're wondering where did this come from. So it's also sort of like when broken bones existed and never set properly. So they must be rebroken and then reset. So we're in that place and it's it's not easy. It's it's a hard place to be because we are we are a country. I'm in the United States. I'm in New York City. Um, and we are a world where we have been kind of broken. 
And so we have to be rebroken and then reset. And that's a tough place to be. So we're privy to the world suffering on social media and we have 24-hour access to international news that holds our attention and it drains our energy. So it's nonstop. We're getting all of this information um, through our social media news feeds, um, through television, um, through papers, through through so many outlets, because now we are in such a tech um, dominant, I would say, time in our lives. You know, so many of us, like myself, um, are extremely empathic, and we just absorb every bit of this energy. You know, and so we go through these range of emotions. We feel sad. We feel angry. We feel scared. We feel helpless, um, and it's tough to really. I want to say mitigate, but it's really tough to get a handle on these emotions because we are we are absorbing it from those around us and we're absorbing it from what our eyes view and what we see um, in the media. And that's all all forms of media, you know, um, and we feel helpless. And but we we also have to remember that we're also in a time of clearing. Um, as I said, there's a draw. We we have to become rebroken re and reset. So we're in a time of clearing. So anything that's not serving us will essentially fall away if we are brave enough to let it go, that is. So this also means the hidden intentions of those close to us rise to the surface and then are revealed. So we're going to be in a place where we're going to feel very surprised by this unveiling. We're going to see friends become enemies um, and our best you know, relationship circles fade. And that's going to be tough. And this too will shake us up emotionally and we're going to become very heavily required um, to desire and to really want some type of tool that can help stabilize us through this life transition and provide peace, right? So that is the focus of today's topic is peace. You know, um, this podcast is called Get Back to Your Truth, Creating Waves of Silent Space, also known as peace. So we're going to be talking about peace very heavily today, which is what so many of us need right now, right? So um, how do we create these waves of silent space? How do we create this peace even for a few minutes? What type of tools can we utilize that we can manage in and out of the home to promote peace? So in order to understand our role in this worldly equation, how we can utilize peace in order to hear and process our human timeline and goals in order to exhale and regain clarity, we must stop participating in the rat race of this tech-driven world. So what does that mean? What does that look like? It means shut down. It means absolutely shut down. I said it. <laughs> shut it all down. <laughs> So I'm going to give you three main, three main tools, three main acts that you can utilize, and I'm going to expand upon them, that you can utilize to create waves of silent space, also known as peace. I'm going to go in detail with them, and I'm also going to give you additional tools that you can utilize as well. Um, I won't expand upon them because they can be, they can be so many. <laughs> the list can go on and on and on, um, and it really depends upon what brings you peace and what really makes you feel connected, right? So 
The first act toward creating waves of silent space, also known as peace, is indulging in a social media detox. This one is the hardest thing to do ever because we have become so programmed to waking up in the morning and looking at our phones or looking at our iPads or um, whatever devices we have, and we look at Instagram stories, we look at Facebook stories, um, we look at our different social media platforms, we may look at the news, we may turn on the TV to Good Morning America or the Today Show, and that's the first thing that we do is start absorbing everything that is happening in the world. And if you are extremely empathic as I am, it just, it, it's like it just starts to beat on your spirit and it becomes so much. By the end of the day, you're laying in bed and your mind is racing and you have to take pills or you, you have to, you're, you're trying to figure out natural remedies to slow your mind down, right? So the first act, like I said, toward creating waves of silent space is indulging in a social media detox. So cut it off, cut it off completely, or reduce the amount of time that you're spending on it. Don't wake up and the first thing you do is look at your Instagram or your Facebook or your Periscope, you know, or your YouTube. No, don't do any of that. Just spend some time in silence. Spend some time by yourself, you know. You don't need to be the first one to post your photo on Instagram about an event. You don't need to tell people how pissed you are about their Facebook posts or their status updates. You don't need to have Facebook disputes with those on your friends list. If if you consider yourself as someone not attracted to drama, then spare yourself the drama. So disconnecting does not mean that no one knows you exist. It means the right people will always exist in your real life and make sure you're okay. So take a day, take a week, take a month, however long you need and don't announce it. You want connection, but not by seeking attention through your announcement of withdrawing from social media. That's counterproductive, and that's not the way to connect authentically or create space. If anything, it will create anxiety because you'll be checking your status update to see who cares enough to respond to the fact that you're leaving the social media platform. Don't, don't do it to yourself. You're just going to be mad. <laughs> you're going to think to yourself, Nobody cares. Nobody cares that I'm not going to be on Facebook anymore. My friends don't care that they're not going to see my status updates on Instagram. No, 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 dear. Don't do it because you'll be that upset. And it's just going to mess with you, cause you anxiety, cause you to have dramatic situations with other people. Just cut it off. If you must connect to social media for your job or your business, I would say keep it strictly business. Set a start and stop time and disconnect once you are home or during your off time, right? So that's the first one. The first act toward creating waves of silent space is indulging in a social media detox. Number two, the second tool for creating peace is a television detox. Ooh, ooh, yeah, I'm all about that. Um, I don't really watch TV, actually. Um, I don't even watch Netflix anymore, which is pretty crazy. If I go on YouTube, it's just for really specific things. Like I tell you, I, I will watch some videos um, about how to put in a U-part <laughs> or how to put in... Um, 
how to customize a lace, a 360 lace. Like I'm, I'm all about the hair, sometimes the makeup, um, for the most part, the meditation. Um, but yeah, a detox, television detox. So reality TV comprises more than over 750 unscripted and 350 new original unscripted shows on television, according to National Geographic. That's a lot of shows. Like, that's a hell of a lot of shows. A lot of shows, a lot of characters, a lot of drama, a lot of emotions that we are intaking every single day. And this does not even include the major television news outlets, including their affiliates and their shows. Um, It's just too much. You know, I remember, oh my goodness, I remember Bad Girls Club, right? I used to be the biggest fan of Bad Girls Club. And it was the worst thing in the world because you watch the show and you're on, you know, you're on this person's side and she's just raging, right? All of these, all these women with these emotional issues and she's just raging, but she makes a good point. And you're like, yeah, she made a good point. You find yourself mad at people you don't even know. It's crazy. You mad at them for shit that you're not even involved in, you know? So it really takes a toll on you emotionally. According to the social cognitive theory, we have more of a chance of performing a violent behavior if it is seen to be justified. And with reality TV drama, we see over-the-top catfights, name-calling, and glorified violence. So absorbing even a small amount of this daily will shift your mood and energy. So I would definitely say just focus on your family, indulge in a creative venture, go outdoors and explore, become a tourist in your own town or city, or better yet, why don't you use that time to travel? You know, go out with your, your best girlfriends. If you don't have best girlfriends, meet people, you know, do meetups. Oh my God, I love meetups. Do meetups, do intimate meetups, you know, and just kind of get out and stop absorbing so much emotion and so much uh, electromagnetic (laughs) waves that are coming from all these electronics. So that's the second tool for creating peace is a television detox. Number three, number three, the third tool for creating peace is meditate. Oh my God. So many people talk about meditation, um, but meditation has so many benefits, right? Meditation can help preserve the aging brain. And when I first learned this, I thought, oh my God, that is so fascinating. So those people that do not meditate and take time to really make sure that their their spirit and their mind um, is healthy, um, because your brain is going to age no matter what, but it helps to preserve a certain aspect of the aging brain. And those people that don't do that, um, holy Lord, <laughs> that must be really tough on them, you know? So Forbes.com constructed an article in 2015 on the seven ways meditation can actually change the brain. That's so fascinating. In which they stated the practice appears to have an amazing variety of neurological benefits, from changes in gray matter volume to reduce activity in the me centers of the brain to enhance connectivity between brain regions. So UCLA also came out with a study citing that claimed. Med- 
that claimed meditation helps the aging brain. And according to the report, while overall life expectancy has been increasing, the human brain still begins deteriorating after the first two decades of life. That totally fascinated me. So your brain is going to continue to deteriorate, deteriorate, can't even say that word, deteriorate after the first two decades of life, um, no matter what, and it continues degrading further with increasing age. Thus, techniques that diminish the negative impact. So if you're not meditating and if you are intaking all of these other stressors in the environment, um, that impacts the aging brain, the aging process that's already happening on the brain, you know? So altogether, these fi- their findings seem to suggest less age-related gray matter um, atrophy in long-term meditation practitioners. So people that have meditated for up to 20 years or more, there's less of that age-related gray matter, um, less of that atrophy that happens for those who practice meditation. <laughs> so meditation can help preserve the aging brain. So meditate. Um, meditation also reduces activity in the brain's me center, as we stated. A study done also by Yale University found that mindfulness meditation decreases activity in the default mode network, the DMN, um, the brain network responsible for mind wandering and self referential thoughts, aka monkey mind. So it decreases meditation decreases the activity that is responsible for the mind wandering or for monkey mind. So that's another benefit of meditation that you really want because at night you don't want to be sitting up thinking to yourself, what the hell? (laughs) And your mind is like racing with all of these images and sounds and thoughts and your mind is just trying to focus on something that is going to be stable. Meditate, right? Um, a third benefit of meditation is that its effects rival antidepressant anti oh my god what's it with me this morning <laughs> its effects rival antidepressants for depression and anxiety so it, it helps you're not going to have that monkey mind you're not going to have um what is that called you're not going to have that mind wandering because that actually um that actually contributes to the anxiety that you develop um, let me see. One, two, three. We're on the fourth. So the fourth, the fourth benefit of meditation is that meditation may lead to volume changes in key areas of the brain. In 2011, a woman named Sarah Lazar and her team at Harvard found that mindfulness meditation can actually change the structure of the brain. Eight weeks of mindfulness-based stress reduction was found to increase cortical thickness in the hippocampus, which governs learning and memory, and in certain areas of the brain that play roles in emotion regulation and self-referential processing. There were also decreases in brain cell volume in the amygdala, which is responsible for fear, anxiety, and stress, and these changes match the participants' self-reports of their stress levels indicating that meditation not only changes the brain, but it changes our subjective perception and feelings as well. So meditation may lead to volume changes in key areas of the brain, which are going to help you emotionally and reduce the amount of stress that you are feeling. Um, 
meditation. Just a few days of meditation training improves concentration and attention. Um, it reduces anxiety and social anxiety, and it can help school-age children with cognitive and emotional benefits. And these are just some of the um, some of the benefits of meditation. The list can go on and on and on. Um, but this, but meditation is is such a it's such a key. <laughs> It's such a key in getting back to your truth um, and creating waves of silent space, also known as peace, and um, really just getting on the road toward getting back to yourself and getting all that noise out of your head, you know. Um, personally, I love to utilize YouTube for a variety of Tibetan singing bowl videos um, versus watching crazy videos that have no real merit, Um Another article that I saw that was so fascinating, according to an article done by Wired.com, there are more than 500 million channels on YouTube presently. I had to share that because I am, I'm a big YouTube fan, but I'm going to be honest, I'm not just going to watch anything because I'm very protective about um, my space, about my mind, about what um, I am absorbing because I like to sleep at night and I like peace. And because I am such a, a, a huge fan of YouTube, like many people are, um, learning that there are more than 500 million channels on YouTube presently just created so much noise to me. And I thought, that's a lot of input. That's a lot of voices. That's a lot of varied energy. And that's a lot of noise. And this noise is in competition with current information clutter from television, Netflix, social media, retail marketers, and more that are vying for your attention. Every day the world is reaching for you to part with your money, your security, and your sanity. If they can create noise, distract you, and keep you from thinking accurately and calmly and peacefully, then you'll end up making decisions that may not benefit you, but in turn benefit their bottom line. You know? Um, so keep your money, your security, your sanity, and meditate. It can be as simple as making breakfast, listening to something instrumental or relaxing. You can listen to worship music or music from your faith of choice. You can enjoy a creative pursuit in silence, such as painting, drawing, knitting, crafting, mechanics, reading, or any other activity where your focus is direct and your mind relaxed. So... Some more additional tools for creating space can include reading a book, read a good book, read a book that makes you feel happy, read a book that makes you feel calm, read a book that makes you laugh, you know, listen to music from another era and preferably lighthearted. Um, I absolutely love Tony Martin's The Way You Look Tonight. Oh man, when he starts someday. <laughs> it was in um, the movie Father of the Bride, uh, the 1991, I think it was 91 version of Father of the Bride. I'm not telling my age, but favorite movie, favorite song. Um, I love music from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. You know, I, I just love good music. I love music that takes you to a different space and that just makes you feel happy. You know, and, and you can really get in touch with um, the person who wrote the song. So I, I love that. Moving on. Um, some additional tools for creating space can include indulge in active and creative pursuits, such as painting, such as um, 
such as drawing, such as anything that uh, crafting, anything that makes you feel really good and creative and happy and connected. Light a candle and make an indulgent meal. Oh, I used to do that so much. I used to turn off the lights in the kitchen, light some candles and make a meal. Um, it just, it made me feel so creative. It made me feel so sexy. It, it made me feel like a sexy chef, right? Um, give modern electricity a break and safely light candles. And I say safely because, you know, if you, if you have candles that are not in like candle vases, no, don't even try it. Okay. Um, get some candle vases, light some candles, get a break from, electricity, get a break from electromagnetic waves, and just relax, you know? Journal your thoughts and emotions. This helps so much. Oh, I used to do this um, my first year in college. I wrote everything down. Um, I used to do it a lot, and I loved it. So journal your thoughts and emotions. Get them out of your head so that you do not have that monkey mind. Spend time with positive people. Spend time with pets and other tamed animals. Um, I love to have animals around. I love to have cats around. I love to have dogs around. I love to have bu butterflies around. Right now, I get a lot of monarch butterflies that fly within my space and around my legs. Um, I just, birds, oh, birds. I love, I love animals. I've had a fox visit me. I just love animals. Um, I think they have better energy than a lot of than than some people do. Actually, um, spend time outdoors. You know, a lot of people I find have so much anxiety, and you you literally have to drag them out of the house, away from a TV, a computer, a game system, something, and just go with them to a park go with them and drive somewhere and go into nature, you know, and, you know, they're going to pout, they're going to be frustrated, they're going to complain. But I mean, come on, your brain needs to recharge, your spirit needs to be charged. So spend some time outdoors, get a new perspective. Um, and there's much more that you can do to create waves of silent space within that are peaceful as well. So loves, I hope you enjoyed this introductory episode on creating waves of silent space, also known as peace. Be sure to look out for episode two of Get Back to Your Truth. Um, I would love to hear from you all and receive some questions that I can center some of my episodes around. And although I'm not a medical provider and I do not claim to be one, I believe information is a free source. And the more we can assist and help direct one another toward progressive health, healing and happiness, the better. So any questions you may have regarding peace, meditation, nutrition, health, fitness, yoga, movement, and the spiritual world are all welcomed. You can also find me online at www.door-the-numbers24.com, on my style blog at www.basicbitchstyle.com, and across social media when you are done with your detox under at Angela L. Montañez. Um, I have a signature program also entitled Get Back to Your Truth from Ashes to Phoenix, and I also offer Soul Dive Psychic and Medium readings. Thanks so much for tuning in with me, guys. I look forward to chatting with you next time. Be well, and remember to live fiercely, peacefully, and healthy.